Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Future is Bilingual podcast. My name is Heather Kojo, and I'm very glad you're joining me today. I have a special interview for you with one of my good friends, and she will tell us about her journey becoming bilingual herself, and also how it's going raising their daughters in two languages. Stick around. So welcome, Dominica. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, and um, I should say before we start, Dominica is a good friend. So <laughs> put that out there. So Dominica, <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So just who you are, what you do, um, who is in your family, and of course, the languages that you speak. Sure. So, uh, so my name is Dominica. I'm 32. Um, I work for a big international company um, in their internal audit department as an audit manager. Um, I have two daughters, as you said. Amelia is three and a half, and Hannah is just uh, three three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, we speak Polish at home. Um, mm-hmm. Amelia speaks it fine. Uh, my husband is also Polish. So that's our first language at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, we both uh, speak English. We we live here in the United States, so right. and we work mm-hmm. here. So yeah, <laughs> we do speak uh, English. Mm-hmm. Um, I also used to be good at French. Uh, French mm-hmm. was actually the first language, foreign language that I learned. But uh, since I moved here and uh, 2012 yeah mm-hmm. 2012 wow. I haven't been using it so no yeah, there's nobody really to speak country here unfortunately yeah exactly so <laughs> unfortunately use it or lose it and uh it seems mm-hmm. that I lost it <laughs> yeah. um what I, age did you learn French and how did that happen it was it was in uh in middle school that was the first mm-hmm. language that well, it was a little different. I grew up in um, Poland, uh, mm-hmm. so um, I don't exactly know how it happened and who decided which class would get which language, mm-hmm. which uh, foreign foreign language. But I, I was in a, in the class that had French, so that's how my journey with foreign languages mm-hmm. started. And um, but at some point, um, my parents decided that French was probably not the most common uh, foreign mm-hmm. language to use or to know. So uh, mm-hmm. so they signed me up for um, uh, additional classes. Those were evening classes at the mm-hmm. um, by, or like linguistic school uh, for English. So that's how I started uh, learning English. Um, and how old were and you then, when they did that? Uh, it was... I think it was in uh, in middle school too, but mm-hmm. I started middle school with French, and then probably a year later or a couple years later, mm-hmm. um, I started English. And then, and did then you have English in school, eventually. Um, uh, yeah, in high school. So when I mm-hmm. started high school, the high school that I went to, um, we had to choose two languages. Um, that was the requirement. So two foreign languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, um, but it was a little different. So um, we had to 
choose one at an advanced level and one at the beginner's level. Okay. Um, so I, I was actually kind of for, fortunate that the teacher, I, um, I grew up in a small, small town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there weren't that many French teachers there. So the same teacher that I had in uh, middle school also taught in, uh, in my high school. So she mm-hmm. knew um, that I had French before. So um, because I was, I was going to pick uh, English as an advanced level and then mm-hmm. French as beginner's level but she said uh, y- you won't learn anything new in the beginner's mm-hmm. level so come yeah, to my advanced yeah oh, so wow. come to my advanced class uh, for, for, for French so I pretty much had two on a pretty good level yeah, and then um, yeah so that that was actually yeah that worked out really really well and then um, going to college, um, it was also a college that required two foreign languages. So I obviously picked English and French. And um, but so you're talking about was, university required two foreign languages. Yeah. Wow, that's so yeah. different from here because there's no yeah. absolutely no requirement to know a yeah. foreign language at university. It was wow. one of the schools. <laughs> that's that's why I really like my um, my university in mm-hmm. Poland because. Which university it, did you go to? Um, Warsaw School of Economics. So it was mostly um, all around finance, and that's how they taught foreign languages. It was very focused on the major that you study. So mm-hmm. um, I was in finance and accounting. Uh, so that that's pretty much how um, how I learned uh, French and, and and English. Most of it was just business business mm-hmm. language. Which yeah, was good. It's a whole separate um, course, business English yeah, versus yep, conversational exactly. English. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, coming here, moving to the US, um, mm-hmm. I think that really helped me a lot uh, when I started looking for a job because I, I already knew how to communicate in, in a business environment, in a work environment. Mm-hmm. So that was really helpful. Yeah, actually, um, your ability yeah. was probably better than some kids graduating high school or college because <laughs> we don't ever Maybe get trained. Was- informal you know Mm -hmm. business English we just are assumed to know it and I I you know um some of my listeners might know that I teach high school and we would have to teach skills to the high schoolers like you cannot Mm -hmm. just write to your professor at midnight saying hey what's the homework (laughs) um so yeah I mean not not just the language skills but I think you are you already had a really good base of professional skills plus they were already in English so that definitely yeah yeah so that's an advantage that really helped me. It was um, actually kind of funny because I moved here right after graduation. So mm-hmm. uh, the first job that I started, well, I, I worked um, in audit before in Poland, but that was during my um, master's. So it was mm-hmm. more like internship, not really a real job. But when I moved here, that, mm-hmm. that's um, uh, when, when I really started working in my field. So your first job was here, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then now, um, as I said before, the company that I work for right now is a big international company. Even the department that I work, um, and uh, there are a hundred of that of of us, and mm-hmm. we're all over the place, all over the world. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of us uh, live here in the U.S., but 50, uh, the other fifty percent of the department. 
um, there in Europe and Asia. So I have a contact with people all around the world. And uh, so that's, yeah, yeah. They, uh, once a year we have a big conference um, or seminar Mm -hmm. uh, when everybody comes together and um, it's pretty cool to just talk to people who come from different cultures speak mm-hmm. different languages but yeah, we see the world all do the same mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh and also, we can communicate wanna, um so we can that, edit this out mm-hmm. but do you want to mention that your um your job allowed you to go back to poland yeah that so that that was <laughs> that, that's what i was going uh mm-hmm. to, so um so th- thanks to that um i was able to actually go to poland uh for a project for a month uh, it was mm-hmm. um, the audit that I was on, the project that I was on, on was only, uh, it was in a town that was only an hour away from my hometown. So I actually took my, right? So um, I actually took my daughter with me and we went for, for a month. I mm-hmm. was working. She stayed uh, with my parents. Well, we both stayed uh, as my mm-hmm. parents, but uh, she spent um, pretty much a, a month with, grandparents who she doesn't see all the time like every day mm-hmm. so that was that that's something yes. that I also want to mention that's later so when we start talking mm-hmm. about um kids and um mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. languages so so yeah, yeah so um, could I ask how did you ever mm-hmm. decide did you have to make a decision I mean you're both native Polish speakers or was it just understood that you would obviously speak Polish to your children did you ever have to talk about it um, I don't think we ever talked about it. It was just understood. Mm-hmm. We both yeah. speak Polish. We always we've always spoken Polish to, to each other. So mm-hmm. it was just natural for us that that's how we will communicate with our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, when do you ever find yourself switching to English? Right now, it's usually when we are. <laughs> When we're outside with our neighbors, mm-hmm. we we're pretty close with our neighbors. They have two kids as well. Uh, mm-hmm. They're a little older, but um, Amelia loves playing with them. So uh, right now, it started a little weird because we speak Polish at home, and she was used to speaking Polish to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were when we were outside playing with with them. <laughs> she would always say I was trying to talk to her in English so she knows mm-hmm. that I um, I can speak that language as well right. but it was funny because she would always correct me and she would say mommy talk to me in Polish oh, that's <laughs> so it was funny because uh, when we were playing what she was playing with them she was um, speaking English and then when I tried to so say something changed. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that was pretty amazing but she didn't want you to change so right you should right, mention exactly. she does go she to wanted... daycare right yeah yeah so she she does go to daycare so um she's she has english pretty much nine mm-hmm. hours a day and then when she comes home yeah that's a um lot. that's great yeah we, so she's pretty much she switches. Like, perfectly bilingual mm-hmm. because she's spending yep. a huge chunk of every day five days a week in english yeah and yeah, she that can, obviously. You know, I see you guys changed. all the time. She speaks great Polish, so that's, <laughs> that's yeah. She's uh she's good actually now because because of the pandemic and the quarantine. Mm-hmm. 
she had to stay home um, with us the last two months. Just so um, her daycare just reopened two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And these two months that she was home, I can see a big difference, like how much everything can change with such a short time. It's two months. Yeah, not... two months doesn't seem like a lot, but. Yeah, and now I can see that Polish, right now Polish is her first language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, yeah, it's, it's funny just, how it yeah. flows like that, that she might seem stronger now in Polish. And yeah. she might, you know, yeah. going back, have a little bit, like have to remember some English words. And I know I saw that yeah. with Adrian. So my son used to see my mom at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. And now with the COVID-19 and everything, we haven't seen my mom barely at all. And like the one or two times we have, he's like forgetting words. He keeps asking, what yeah. is this? What is this? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's exactly. Like, and now she's the, the new thing for her is, um, mommy, how is it in English? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the time. Like, even the words that she knows, she, she just keeps asking yeah. me. <laughs> Maybe she wants to make, so, make sure she's like 100%. Like, oh, I'm going to yeah. need this in school. So I want to be confident. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe like um, halfway through the quarantine or pandemic when we were home, she started, that was amazing for me too, that she she started asking me to, to speak English to her. Can, oh, really? It was like, can we speak English for a little bit? I was Aww. like, okay, yeah, we can, sure. <laughs> because I think she started realizing that she can't really express herself as uh-huh. easily in English as she uh, she could in Polish when yeah. she was still playing with our neighbors and mm-hmm. she couldn't, yeah, she, she couldn't she find the right playing. word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think she, and she's only three, three and a half. Yeah. And but that's, that, amazing, that's how, amazing to me. I mean, yeah. And they can, they just, they're open books. So like when they feel something, they'll tell us like, Oh, I don't, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I don't know this word. I don't feel comfortable. Whereas an adult would hide that fact mm-hmm. and try and be very proud yeah. and not show that they don't know what they're trying to say. <laughs> right. My kids don't have any filter. They just tell us what they yeah. think. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you, yeah. So obviously you guys are speaking mostly only Polish at home, right? Unless your daughter has yeah. specifically asked um, to do some, some English, which is yep. great. And you know, like we said, she's perfectly able to communicate in both. And that's kind of all of our goal. If we're trying to raise a bilingual mm-hmm. speaker, we want them to feel capable and confident in both languages. And especially because our kids are going to have to go to school here and have to make friends exactly. and be in the community. So that is a concern, I think, for all of us, myself included. Mm-hmm. Um, what does uh, a typical day, and this can be pre-quarantine or during quarantine you know whatever you feel like discussing mm-hmm. um but mm-hmm. just language use so um for yourself and then with your children and so you have a little baby as well so um has your language yeah. changed at all because you're maybe using more baby terms cute terms yeah so actually you know, um that's that's one thing that I also wanted to mention that when um when you asked if we ever talked about um Mm-hmm. Uh, what language we would raise our kids in so uh, for me it was a little different I I tried uh, speaking English to her at the very mm-hmm. beginning but it just didn't feel natural to me because the language English that I learned was business yeah <laughs> business finance mm-hmm. 
language, um, accounting. So I yeah, didn't know how to. Yeah, I didn't know how to talk to kids in English, so it was it's so a... unnatural yeah. to me. Um, so it was just no, no, I can't do it. I even when I tried to reprimand her, mm-hmm. um, it it just I I don't think I sound convincing <laughs> in uh, English. So yeah, uh, and the students doesn't listen, so uh, it it was no point. So mm-hmm. Polish is our main language yeah. at home. Well, but we have our to feel typical... The adults have to feel yeah. confident too. So I tried to speak French with my son when he was very young, my first, and I also. I don't know as many words in French for all like, like I know some like bottle diaper, but I don't know all <laughs> of that vocabulary. And I do yeah. in Polish because my husband has a big family with lots of yeah. um, cousins and little kids. So I somehow picked up those words in a language I speak less well <laughs> than French, which I speak better, <laughs> but I was more confident in that domain. Just like you were saying, like there's a business domain, yeah. there's a home domain. Exactly. My French exactly. is very academic. I learned Mm-hmm. you know it was all school and literature and poetry <laughs> and that's not what you <laughs> use on a daily basis with kids so yeah it is interesting how yeah um that affects just the what how you've learned the language can affect how you're comfortable using it so, yeah it's exactly important. exactly so you you also have to know the words that you want to teach them and mm-hmm. I'm I'm just amazed how you're able to talk to your kids and in a foreign language to you, yeah. <laughs> right? Because um, I Absolutely. was, and I think you mentioned in one of your previous episodes that you sometimes don't know the correct, uh, how to correctly mm-hmm. pronounce something. I was so afraid that I would uh, teach her bad English if I started talking to her in English mm. with accent and, and bad grammar in, or something like that. But, but she's yeah. in the US, so she's going to have... 99 other people every day speaking English yeah I'm yeah, confident that my one husband true. will correct all my errors <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't think you need to worry about your English <laughs> well plus you guys, yeah definitely who speak yeah in Polish, but yeah but yeah definitely yeah. Polish is uh, just more natural for me to mm-hmm. um, to raise kids <laughs> yeah there's a very rich but, vocabulary for kids' words and all the different yep. diminutives. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know, there's just so many special words for kids and <laughs> it's fascinating. There to are, me. yeah. <laughs> but our uh, typical routine, typical day, um, we wake up um, and we speak Polish mm-hmm. and all throughout um, getting to daycare. Even in the car, we speak Polish. We, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, listen to Polish music, and then when we get to daycare, uh, that's when I also switch because mm-hmm. you know you have to say hi, good morning. Um, if there's something that I need to ask our um, daycare lady, I will do it in English, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's when Amelia also switches. Mm-hmm. It's and a good um, switch. And, We're here. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And then when I when one of us picks her up, um, she switches back to Polish. <laughs> wow. That kids and, are so it, amazing with that. It's funny um, because my my whole family is pretty much in Poland, mm-hmm. uh, but I my parents, my siblings, 
um, but we stay in touch with them um, a lot. We call, we, we use Skype, um, mm-hmm. and we started using Snapchat too for, for oh, short nice. videos. So I send them uh, mm-hmm. short videos every day. And, um, and actually, my parents uh, told me that um, it was a few months ago that because every time we would, I would pick her up from daycare, mm-hmm. uh, I would start the Snapchat and I would record something and they... They actually told me that, um, so I would send a, a video from actually from mm-hmm. the car when we were driving home. And mm-hmm. uh, they said that when I send the first video and when we, when I start talking to her, she, um, she still has adds a few English words, but then uh-huh. when we get closer to home on the drive home, like it's, it's a five minute drive. Yeah. She switches completely to Polish. There's mm-hmm. no more English words. Mm-hmm. and you know what being, her, so. being bilingual like I feel like we don't even notice like I I catch myself mixing so often with my mm-hmm. husband and it's like because we both can speak you know you probably don't even hear her using one English word here and there and then exactly like when we go to my in-laws I'm like oh what is that word like I'm missing one word and I would normally <laughs> just put it in English <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. such a struggle to keep it like a hundred percent um it, for me in the target language um especially yeah. when I'm I'm around most of the time like people who are bilingual and I can just throw that one word um mm-hmm. that I don't know and you know for her um and for you like you probably don't even hear that I remember she used to say pink <laughs> for some reason yeah yeah she would always just yeah she knew word. <laughs> yeah so. she knew all her colors in Polish and English but mm-hmm. pink was only in in, in English <laughs> But like, you know, yeah. we don't even hear those little things when they say it in the, the other language because we just understand it. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Unless yeah. you record it so and you pay was... attention. <laughs> yeah. But so, this is still so amazing to me how their little minds work, that they can remember so much. They can, mm-hmm. of course, at the beginning, they make both languages, right? But yeah. Yeah. they eventually they figure it out and that's, that's amazing and they can switch back and forth mm-hmm. yeah they they're so smart at their young age it's crazy yeah and with um hannah now she's so little but we're following the same thing the same mm-hmm. strategies we, mm-hmm. we we use with amelia and now i'm hoping that because amelia uh speaks polish so her younger sister will also follow mm-hmm. <laughs> and um and we'll just learn polish from her yep no she will definitely pick it up from from amelia i see isa doing it all the time so even when adrian says something he mispronounces it or he has his own way of pronouncing like that's how isa will pronounce (laughs) it even though we say yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, like adrian for some reason he says the color blue bibieski with a b instead of niebieski Uh (laughs) uh-huh just little (laughs) things um but yeah or he says like sem instead of for I want um yeah and I hear he's a saying that and I'm like no there's no m there <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah they're they definitely listen to their older sibling more than us for sure right. um yeah. is there any uh let's see like a well you told us a little bit about the trip do you want to tell us more mm-hmm. about the um the month you guys spent in Poland with Amelia so the one yeah. thing that I wanted to mention was that um we went there when she was two and a half so that was when she 
really started talking mm-hmm. and I think that was the that was just the perfect time to go there for for these four weeks mm-hmm. uh, because she she only heard Polish um and um she picked up so much when we came back she <laughs> she had to she, she needed a, a week or two a day mm-hmm. her to switch back to English because the first week she <laughs> she yeah. only spoke Polish to everybody That's at so daycare cute. but um but yeah um one thing oh, the other thing that I also was thinking about um is kind of um, it's kind of related to you know, tips and uh, resources. Mm-hmm. So what we do, um, because we uh, starting from the beginning, we uh, we knew that Polish will be our uh, language at home. So mm-hmm. um, we do let her watch TV, of course. Mm-hmm. So we started just uh, playing Polish cartoons, Polish music. Mm-hmm. Um, there are uh, there are a ton of Polish short videos on YouTube for kids. Yeah. So uh, whenever she watched TV, it was always Polish. Mm-hmm. But then when we went to Poland for four weeks, I didn't want her to to forget English. <laughs> so oh, we we switched it. So she had <laughs> Polish all day long, but mm-hmm. uh, when I w- let her watch TV, it was only in English. Mm-hmm. So right. that so way, on how I wanted... much input she's getting that makes sense. Yeah, and exactly. have you switched so... it back now that you're back? Yep. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Not yep. Now and she um, hasn't complained. Well, she doesn't want. Well, she's now at the English. point that she yeah the that she she wants to pick what she wants to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's in Polish, sometimes it's in it's in English. So yeah. we try to balance it. Um, Three year olds have opinions. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when you have them young, like you were saying, when they're like, you know, two, and you're just starting to mm-hmm. do some TV, yeah, for sure. That's we did that as well. Um, but at my mom's, he would watch English because that yeah. was the language that he was seeing and getting there. But I think mm-hmm. it is helpful if you're trying to establish this as your home language. This is the family language, um, and it's just it's more voices, it's more vocabulary. Um, it is a very rich tool to use that we all, most of us, have internet and maybe a tv set um Mm -hmm. is there anything else that you that you would use or you would suggest using for resources you guys have lots of books i know Um, polish yeah we we try and get together for play groups (laughs) which is very cute so my son is three and amelia's three and a half so they're very cute yeah (laughs) they will go to school together hopefully Mm -hmm. maybe yeah but uh we also have a lot of books and it's funny now because Right now, Amelia knows which books are in English, which uh-huh. uh, books are in Polish. And mm-hmm. um, but when she was little, I would even if a book was in English, I wouldn't read it in English. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't try. Sometimes I would try to sort of translate, but I don't think it came out that good. Yeah. <laughs> so I was really just reading, not really reading a book to her. I was just describing what I was seeing on the picture, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how we read books. That's when a she very was good little in the book. Yeah. Uh, when That's the book tip, was though. in English. Yeah, because yeah. I catch myself. I, I also do that, but it's so hard to translate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, even you're, you're a native speaker, but it, you know it's even harder for me. But because it's not, you just wouldn't say things the same way. And it's so much easier. And kids aren't looking at the words anyway. So you can yeah. literally just look at the picture like they are and describe it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and yeah. even with like little, little ones, like your little Hanya, you could just say like, there's a blue dog. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, you don't have to read the story. Um, so yeah, yeah parents can exactly. definitely do that no matter what language. It will get trickier. Um, Polish and English have the same alphabet, um, but it will get trickier mm-hmm. once they know you know the letters and what sounds they make and they want to start pronouncing you know that's going to be a whole nother yeah um, difficulty and for people that have very different alphabets or writing systems that's a different challenge Mm -hmm. but (laughs) we'll cross that bridge when we get to it (laughs) are you planning any more um, trips back um not right now um yeah just because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. um we had my whole family was going to visit us um, yeah. in May when shortly after uh, Hannah was born, but that obviously got canceled. But uh, we're trying to reschedule it, just not sure when uh, they mm-hmm. will be able to visit us. But that would also give both of them, both girls, a lot mm-hmm. of exposure to Polish because my whole family, including my siblings, significant others uh were going to come over so um and i was going to for just for two weeks but as i was going to keep um amelia home um mm-hmm. for, for the two weeks yeah mm-hmm. from daycare so well i hope that that will happen soon and yeah that would be even better, i hope because so then too. you wouldn't have to travel with a baby yeah exactly <laughs> so that, exactly. that would be the best do you have any but yeah sorry mm-hmm. i'll let you finish but yeah, we'll we'll definitely um go to Poland again. Mm-hmm. Um, just have to wait and be patient. Yeah, so, well, yeah. Europe is opening up. It's just the U.S. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, exactly. We're yeah, the ones with the problem yeah, here. Yeah, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, any proud bilingual moments that you've? Any story you want to share? Something probably um, Amelia since so... Hanya is so young. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, th- there is one. I don't know if it's um, a proud moment, moment, but it was for me mm-hmm. when we were flying back from Poland from um, that longer trip. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter Amelia, Amelia talks so much. She she always talks, mm-hmm. and um, it was a long flight. And whenever she was not sleeping, she would talk on the mm-hmm. flight and talk and talk and talk. And then we were getting off the plane, and um, it was a um, uh, we flew with Polish airlines, so mm-hmm. the plane was full of Polish Americans flying mm-hmm. back home. Uh, so we were getting off the plane, and uh, these two ladies that were sitting in front of us got up and they said, "This child speaks Polish so well <laughs> that um, that was." I don't yeah. know. I felt like That's very, very proud. proud moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, to erase so, like such a native, okay. you know, native sounding child in America. That is, that's a very proud thing. Yeah. It's a great yeah. accomplishment. And another, another um, moment, it's not a proud, or maybe not, I don't think it's a proud moment, but it's uh, mm-hmm. definitely, I, I was glad <laughs> that Amelia spoke Polish because oh. we were at the store Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I was pushing a cart with her. She was sitting in the cart, and there was a lady. There was a, a bigger, larger lady mm-hmm. that was um, passing by, uh, going the opposite direction. And she was uh, like behind us already. And Amelia looked at me, and she said, 
Ganduja Pupa, which oh meant big butt. I was like, oh my God, good yeah. thing you said it in Polish and nobody yeah. heard you, nobody understood you. Uh, yeah, so, I've had a couple of yeah. those with Adrian. Because kids, they, like you said, they're <laughs> unfiltered. They just say what they think. Yeah. Uh, Adrian said that about a boy. <laughs> you were swimming at the YMCA. And you said almost the same yeah. thing. But he was like, said something about how the boy has a big butt, but he's still nice. <laughs> yeah, okay. Ale is me with me with hot bug. Thank God you're speaking Polish right now. Yep. So, um, if anybody cute. wants to learn how a big butt is in Polish, it's oh. pupa. <laughs> that's your phrase. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's yeah, uh, the cuter word than most Americans know the other word for, for yeah. butt. <laughs> so good. I'm glad you found something. <laughs> something more appropriate for a bilingual parenting podcast. <laughs> Right. Thank you, Dominica. I feel like you told us so much and we learned so much about you and your family. And just so glad that we have you guys as friends and that you guys are nearby so we can have playgroups and speak lots of Polish. And you help me with my Polish as well, because often I will listen (laughs) to how you're speaking to Amelia. And I do the same with my husband. Uh, Like, how did you say that? And then I'm like, okay, (laughs) I have to remember this is how you say, you know, don't do this or sit on the chair oh my god good to good to know that i have to yes. remember that and pay attention yeah. to what i'm, I'm saying. always listening because <laughs> polish for people who don't know um the words change um depending on the case and there's seven cases um and i have yeah. i struggle a lot with um the ones that change from like if it's going like put it on your head and it's not on your head yet mm-hmm. versus like now the hat is on your head. Like those both have different endings. Um, I, I think oh. I've got, I think yeah. I've gotten it like Nagwova versus Nagwovia. Um, oh. I would confuse those so much. Um, like I would say the wrong. <laughs> it, yeah. It's just, it's very confusing um, the language. So the more I can hear yeah. how people say it correctly, like I try and categorize it in my brain and be like, okay, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, very similar, but, very different sounding yeah and those are the things that when you speak that one language Mm -hmm. um you don't realize that no no I'm sure you you guys never think about it and I'll ask my husband and he's never he's not a a language or grammar person and he just is so tired (laughs) when I ask him like why did you say guove but then you say guovia in the second one Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he's like (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's great it's great to have you guys around so that I can improve my polish as well so and we well thank you for our english yeah thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest on the show and uh, i wish you. you guys good luck with everything and i hope you can see your family very soon because that was a big Thanks. disappointment yeah well lots yes. of disappointments thank you for... <laughs> yeah but hopefully this little thing yeah. will end soon <laughs> Yeah. So thank you so much for inviting me to your my uh, podcast. And yeah, I no, hope somebody maybe will learn something from our discussion, yes. conversation. More, more than Duja Pupa, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Dominika. Have a good night. Thank you too. Bye. Bye. Okay, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened to this whole episode all the way through. You guys are awesome. 
And I also wanted to just say quickly that I'm always looking for more bilingual people to interview. Um, whether you have children or not, we're interested in hearing your story. So you can find me on Instagram at the future is bilingual, no spaces or underscores. You can also write me an email at TFIB podcast, which stands for the future is bilingual podcast at gmail.com. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys soon. And along with Dominica, we hope that you learned something from this episode and that you'll stick around for more. Take care. Bye.